<clears throat> why I am a Christian. I didn't become a Christian until I was 39 years old, despite actually having quite a good start, because I was born about two months after the end of the war, and it seemed to me then that everybody believed in God. It seemed to me. I mean, my parents even, they never set foot in a church except for the usual weddings and what have you. But they believed in God. Actually, later when my dad died, here we go, <laughs> I found out that he'd been confirmed during the war. They didn't go to church, but they kicked us out, my brother, my sister, and myself. They kicked us out to Sunday school, and uh, I went to the Cubs. Uh, Sunday school, should be Methodist and the Cubs. And then as I got a bit older, 13, 14, I became a choir boy at uh, the Garrison Church um, because I paid well. <laughs> I, I, I checked it against St. Andrew's. They paid more. And I used to sing popular songs there, like the Te Deum, or the Magnificat, or Nunc Dimittis chants they were. But then schoolwork and weekend work, you know, part-time jobs, took over. So I stopped going to church. I worked in the Kersal, the I don't know if the youngsters might know, it was a huge fun fair up in South End. And I worked there from the age of 15 to 21 at weekends. When I was about uh, 18, I think, I was sitting in the Cambridge Hotel. Again, a lot of you won't know that. That's where Catherine Court is now. That was my local pub. I was in the Cambridge Hotel with... Uh, half a dozen, six or eight friends, including my girlfriend at the time. And I was absolutely staggered to discover that I was the only one that believed in God. My friends and this girlfriend, they didn't believe in God. So I thought, she'll have to go. <laughs> and I don't know why I thought that, though. I really don't know why it was so important. I got a proper job as a civil servant. And then one day, 8th of August 1966, a very pretty little blonde girl started to work there as well. I was told to teach her everything I knew. <laughs> yeah, we got on well. And uh, <laughs> one day in the tea room, uh, somebody asked Marion what had she been doing over the weekend. I assumed she fancied me, but I didn't really know. Uh, and she tells me that she was horrified that she had to say 
that she was in the Salvation Army and she'd spent her day there. But I loved to hear that. And again, I don't know why. But I, I guess I wanted to share my life with somebody who at least believed as much as I did. So it certainly didn't put me off. <laughs> so we started going out together. N not many people thought we were a match. Um, our boss phoned up Marion's mum and said, he drives a motorbike, he works in the fairground, and horror of horrors, he lives in a council house. There you go. I went with Marion to the Salvation Army for a while, but it, I did struggle with it. It was a bit too close to here, but I wasn't ready for that. So we found a church that suited us both. Um, we made friends there. We did things. Marion taught Sunday school. We started up a Saturday club. How long ago was that? Um, and we were married in less than three years after that. But I still wasn't a Christian. I thought I was. And despite being an ordained elder in the United Reformed Church, I wasn't a Christian. That church didn't really bring me any closer to knowing Jesus. And I was really struggling because I thought I was a Christian but I knew there was a heck of a lot that was not right with me. I had a real problem with possessiveness and jealousy. We joined this church in 84 and so many of the sermons were just totally hitting me and I was kicking and screaming against it. The more I learned that was wrong with me, the more worse it got. My dad was a regimental sergeant major and as kids we had to jump to it. And I thought that was the way it was to be. And there were many times I was very unfair to Marion and Helen and Jamie and even the darn dog. <laughs> I worked up in the city by then and... Uh, one day, I was in my lunchtime. I was walking along the embankment, praying about something I'd done wrong. <laughs> yes, I used to pray before I was a Christian. 
because I thought I was a Christian. I can remember praying on many occasions, God, you're supposed to love me, but I don't feel it. He answered that one. Because I am overwhelmed with God's love and blessings now. And you're going to hear that word overwhelmed a couple of times, I think. Then one year we were on holiday in Wales, I think it was, and I was out on my own. And I found this exceedingly noisy, large waterfall. And that gave me the opportunity to shout and scream at God. I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but I I used every filthy word I could think of. I was so angry about the way he had made me. Anyway, back to the embankment. I was praying about something I'd done wrong, asking for forgiveness. And I felt God say to me, Jesus died for you, And I responded with, check me and 50 million others. And then I was overwhelmed. Somehow or other, God made me know that Jesus died for me. I don't know how he did that, and that must be the Holy Spirit convicting me. But I knew with a certainty that Jesus died for me. I gave my life to Christ then. And I was baptised in January 86. And we sang Father God. Strange that we sing that this morning. I was baptised, as I say, in January 86, which was just after my father had died and uh, I'm sorry he couldn't have seen it but I hope he did well after 37 years I'm still kicking and screaming now and again but there's been an awful lot of changes in me I'm a heck of a lot better than I was but I've still got a long way to go But now, at least, I know who Jesus is. I know he is God. I know he came down here and he died for me. And I'm so blessed and I just know now how much he loves me. It's that much. Thank you.